really interesting that you were a property investor. I'd love to get into that a bit more um, because I think a lot of people, there can almost be a stigma attached to tiny houses of um, that's fine if it's all you can afford or you would only do it because you had to or something like that. So you obviously were able to get into the property market as an investor. What was that like for you? Are you still investing and how is that different from where you are now? I'm still investing a little bit, um, but for me, it's now taking an uh, entrepreneurial approach to the property investing. So one of the projects I've got on at the moment is is taking a campground and turning it into a bit of a tiny house village. So still the property aspect to it, but then the layer on top, which is, you know, where it's the future trend or in this case, it's the tiny houses. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I mean, I, I could buy my own house, my own normal home. But it, it doesn't excite me. It doesn't. It doesn't really do anything for me. The way I see it is, it's more of a an anchor. If I have a house, I live in Auckland, so you know we're talking minimum eight hundred thousand just to get a house. A million if you want a house that you like and in an area that you like. In which case, you'd be tied to paying that mortgage. You would not want to leave because you're not going to want to put a tenant into your your home, right? Um, I definitely wouldn't want to Airbnb it uh, because then you've got all these random strangers coming into your home. So the whole tiny house side just made a lot more sense. Also, the tiny houses you're able to um, you're able to do more with them. So, for example, where I'm parked up at the moment is the bottom of the friend's place uh, here in Auckland, where if she wanted to build, she'd have to chop down all these native trees she'd have to put in a, a pipe to the little creek and you know just do this insane amount of work whereas we can just slide in a tiny house chop nothing down in fact we almost enhance the the environment and i'm able to live in this like amazing little oasis in the middle of auckland city uh for, for one fifth one eighth of the price of buying here yeah, that's crazy. And so walk me through it because you said like at the moment you're living on a friend's land. Um, you can change that if you want. So walk me through what are actually the features of a tiny house and how does that translate into your lifestyle? So, yeah, I should start by saying when we talk about tiny houses, what we're actually talking about is a tiny house on wheels. Essentially, imagine a, a very beautiful boutique caravan. That's that's the best way to describe it, is a, is a caravan which looks like a little tiny house. And that's obviously where the term came from. Um, so it is on wheels. Uh, generally, they do have registrations, warrants. Um, you can hook it up to uh, a decent-sized truck and, and tow it wherever you want. So for me, that's what that whole idea of freedom flexibility if i want to move anywhere i can it's just literally call a tow truck and and move my water is a hose plug-in my electricity is just a caravan plug-in and my wastewater just goes into a, a little tank which can gets pumped up and taps into the main house's um sewer mm -hmm. How does that translate in terms of, because I know um, when people have lived in, the, the, when you've compared it to a caravan, does it have things like um, insulation to make sure that you have a decent living standard? Uh, so my tiny house has seven times the minimum uh, insulation standards. Wow. So, yeah, no offense, my tiny house is probably better than your house. Probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, but that probably brings up a good point, right? Because it, it is relatively new. Uh, the, the tiny house movement and the concept is relatively new and it's getting bigger each and every day. There are, there are a few different types of tiny houses out there or the way you'd build it. So you've got the DIYers who will build it themselves. Um, you've got the, the professionals, so the actual custom tiny house builders. And then you've sort of got this gray area in the middle, which is where a, a, a house builder might come in and, and do a custom build for someone. So it is up to every single person who's building their tiny house or the project to ensure that they are building it to the to the right standard so that it is healthy. They're, all the custom builders, any licensed builder, they will by, by nature because those are the things they think about every single day. Um, it's just those DIYers that, you know, You'd, you'd hope are putting enough in. And I think like you've mentioned, there's a lot more to it than just affordable housing. But of course, it is a big thing on people's minds right now, trying to find a house that they can afford and can call their own. And some people are pointing to tiny houses as a solution there. So do you see them as having a role to play? I think they're massive in that space. So if, if we start putting prices to give context around it, from the affordable side, if you were to build your own tiny house and you didn't take into account the cost of your labor, you could do it as cheap as $30,000, but they generally average, DIYs generally average around sixty to 70000 If you go to a custom tiny house builder, you're probably looking a hundred to about hundred and fifty, depending on how many bells and whistles and you know how how big you do go. I think when we talk about tiny houses, people probably have a bit of a misconception about how big they are. One of the things most people say when they come come to mine is, "Oh wow, it's bigger than I expected." So because it's a caravan or or you know a tiny house on wheels, it's a vehicle. Um, we often work to the NZTA rules for what a light simple trailer is which means you can go 12 and a half meters long you can go 4.3 meters high and you can go 2.55 wide but most people then go to 3.1 or maximum 3.1 which would be um, the width of a, a wide load on a trailer so so you could imagine a 12.5 by 4.3 meter high box which would look like an extra large 40 foot container or something you can actually do quite a lot with that. My one is ten meters long. I've got um I've got two bedrooms in mine. Wow! So you can have people come to stay. Yeah, of course. I've actually well between two bedrooms and a, a, a fold out couch, I could have six people sleeping here. You wouldn't want six people living here. That'd be a nightmare. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean that I can't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> 